the Seattle Sports Union Weekly Podcast. We are here tonight at Funko Field in the South Parking Lot where the Everett Aquasocks are taking on the Spokane Indians for a doubleheader. Uh, game one just started just a few minutes ago. And Fred Villarreal is on the mound for the Aquasocks against who the hell knows, but this is a big series for the Aquasocks. I want to welcome in our own Oregon Duck, Matthew Page. How the hell are you, buddy? Uh, good. It's uh, it's Lambert, whoever that is, uh, Spartan for Spokane. Okay. Peter Lambert. Peter is, Lambert. Is well, all right. All right. How about you? How you doing, Abraham? I'm doing good. What's happening? Are you yelling over there? I am yelling because You're using your I, am, voice. I am. I'm desperate for an Aquasox victory, and I need to cheer. I cheer as loud as I possibly can, so that they know. We are behind them all the way, right, guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've never heard Abraham cheer, so that was kind of cool. So props to you, buddy. Um, That's because usually I watch the Mariners, and I have nothing to cheer about. (laughs) We will get to the Mariners eventually. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about the state of the Aqua Sox. Matthew Page, what's going on with our Aqua Sox? Uh, what, they're one game up currently in the wild card, I Correct. believe? Or not the wild card, the division, the, the whole conference, I guess, because there's no divisions. Yep. Um, and uh, they're playing Spokane, and Spokane's in third and only, what, five games back? Four games. Four games yep. back, yeah. And Eugene is one game behind us, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so every game matters heading down into the last month here. Um, you know, they got to they gotta keep going, and... It's true we've lost a lot of our talent, but you know I think we can I think we can uh, keep going and, and kind of coast to the uh, to the playoffs hopefully. All right, um, we're still at a plus one sixty two run differential for the season, which is quite impressive considering we lost all those players like you're talking about, and we lead the league in average on base percentage OPS, but our ERA has gone down. We're th- we're the third best pitching staff in the league. What do you guys think? Is that the reason why we? I mean, besides, I, I, got, I don't know if you can use stats because this is almost an entirely new team. Yeah. So the really stats, <laughs> so the stats that we saw, all the great hitting, all the great pitching, that kind of all is in Arkansas these days, right? Yeah. So I'm just, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to take a look at it from the perspective of what we have left, and it doesn't look like that much. We in fact we just lost another catcher, didn't we? Jeff Anchia. Uh, Jake Anchia went Jake back Anchia. to Arkansas. He he was in Arkansas earlier this year. He got demoted. He worked on his swing. He obviously found it again with us. He was doing pretty well, and then they sent him back up. Yeah. So even guys who came to us later in the season are starting to go back up. And we take a look at the team right now. A lot of nobodies. A lot of names I haven't seen before. Some unfortunately guys out of rookie league skipped. Isn't that right? There's some guys out of Rookie League that skipped low A. Skip Modesto, yes. Yep. Just to fill in, just to backfill positions. Well, uh, today we have a new catcher, uh, and um, we have him because Anchia went up, and because Scheffler, uh, we we were watching on Wednesday? Yeah, it was Wednesday night. Wednesday, yep. He got beamed, uh, hit by pitch, uh, right on the elbow, right at the pad, like just below the pad, and uh, it looked really bad. He finished his, his base running duties, but they definitely took him out of the game after that. And uh, I guess he's on the seven-day injured list now. So so they brought up uh, our fifth-round pick from uh, this year, um, who and, is... Andy Thomas. Andy Thomas, yes. Um, he played one game in Rookie League and then like 11 games at Modesto, and now he's here. 
So what, to answer your question, Brian, I think they're just stumbling to the finish line at this point. And I wouldn't, ex- I wouldn't expect any kind of championship run because, like I said, all those stats are in double A. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, it, minors are different priorities than, than the majors. Your goal is player development. It's not necessarily we want to win the division at every level. It's, 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 you know, it'd be nice. It'd be awesome if they won. But it's not really the primary concern. Uh, their their motivation is is player development, which they've been succeeding at heavily this year, judging from how many people moved up. So it sounds like, from what you guys are saying, we're going to probably lose our league lead and maybe or maybe not we'll make the playoffs. We, that... we already lost it earlier this week, didn't we? No, it, we, we tied. We tied. We tied. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, still, when you're sitting on an eight-game, ten-game lead, yeah. it's kind of losing the lead. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's 1995 Angels meltdown only this wasn't a meltdown like i said these are this is not the team we had or 2021 san diego padres didn't they uh win in what is it 28 innings or no dodgers won that dodgers Dodgers swept them i thought tatis hit a home run that yeah he tied it he He tied tied it it. okay i don't know i went to bed that game on they lost they (laughs) lost in the like the 18th inning so can lewis boyd pull out his magic and does he have magic he could have magic. Abraham talked to him. You could see the video on our website, salesportsunion.com. Yeah, definitely. Um, can he pull out magic? Uh, uh, what magic are we talking about? Can he win? Can he, can we win win the title this year? Oh, I thought you were going to say like, can he pull out the magic and become a true fan of the city of Everett? Because I spent most of that interview trying to get him to admit. Everett is better than Canada. Yes, you did. It is, and I, I don't. I don't. That's the true magic. Is if he can, if he can realize what is obvious to most of us. So you're saying there's a chance of loving Everett? Yeah. <laughs> to quote, to quote, Dumb and Dumber. That's all I ever hear. So you're saying there's a chance? Um, is there, or are you talking about a chance of winning? No, I. No. There's no chance. Is there really? I mean, like, your your best. Your best guys are in Arkansas. Are there great, amazing guys? I'll have to ask you two. Are there great, amazing guys coming in from from uh, Modesto right now? I don't know anything necessarily about the guy who arrived today. Uh, he's new to me. I haven't looked into it yet. Um, but Le- are any of these guys on Labrata? that top? Labrata? Victor Labrata, yeah. Victor Labrata is pretty decent. Kenny Taylor. Are these guys that are on the top 100 fast. list? They're not on the top no. 30 list. Okay, Labrata so that's, might be. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Labrata might be right outside. Cade Marlowe has been manning. He's only been up for half the season, and he's. I was. we were talking about him on the, on the Wednesday game. He already had 54 RBIs yep. and only like. I think it was 50 games or something like yep. that, which is a pretty good pace. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's the middle of the lineup RBI power guy, um, although for some reason he's leading off in game one. Uh, but anyway, um, other than that, <clears throat> Tyler Keenan is a high draft pick, and I he has been hurt most of the year, so we haven't really seen anything from him yet, but he's still around. Uh, the entire pitching staff is gone, so yeah, that's why our ERA has gone down. Well, what about you, though, Brian? I mean, you're asking me about the magic. You you watch more Alcosox than anybody. I uh, T- tell me about the magic of uh, of our manager. I guess you got to have. I mean, you got to have faith in these guys. I mean, I'm not saying you guys don't have faith, but I I truly believe that Lewis Boyd is going to pull something out of the hat and lead these guys to the to the championship. See, honestly, I don't think that's where the magic is. I think I think the magic is in Sean O'Malley, the hitting coach. 
Yeah, I don't know. Did you guys notice, like, uh, maybe it's just better players that we've seen this year. That's very yeah, possible, There too. is that, too. Yeah. But, but I noticed a market improvement in offense when Sean well, O'Malley became that. Yeah. That was... I mean, it, it's, it, it might be partly Sean O'Malley, but it really was the quality of the players, too. I mean, you were seeing... I got every every person on the position field on the field was in the top you know fifteen of, of the Mariners prospects, um, especially Julio, and and so it was just it was we were spoiled we really were at how good our offense was. Um, but Sean O'Malley, no, I'm sure he's doing well. Maybe he's the one who got Jake Anchia back on the right track. Yep. Uh, maybe that's why they sent him down here to to to, to chill with Sean O'Malley. And Matt Scheffler too is on the IL that you discussed earlier, but. Sean O'Malley, I just got those. Okay. Sean O'Malley, of course, being the former Mariner. Yes. For yes. those of you out there. And there's an article on salesportsunion.com about Sean O'Malley as well. So. It appeared in the program, first first week program of the Aqua Sox. That's right. Who wrote that one? Some the, guy that the, we know. The Soul Man. Mm, that guy. Whoever that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the guy who is wrong a lot. Um, I, <laughs> wow. Anyways, we'll uh, wait till we get to the Mariners section for uh, <laughs> a response to that. Uh, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Um, couple couple things. Let's talk about with the Aqua Sox, and then we'll move on. They have a beer fest next Wednesday at Funko Field. Ooh. Who cares? To, who would like to talk about that? I I'll mean, talk about it. Please do. I'm going. I'm gonna definitely go. Uh, it's what forty bucks, I think. It's thirty dollars on top of your season ticket. But it's forty if you don't have a ticket. Forty all by itself. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've done it every year, and it's been a lot of fun. And this is the first beer fest since pandemic. That's true. Good call. Yeah. This is exciting. This that is exciting. Good stuff. What about you, Matthew? Are you going? Yeah, I'll be here. Uh, I, I'm not too happy about the price. I think the price is a little much. I think it was thirty dollars last yeah. last time. But uh, right. but you know I'll, I I'll pay it I'll be there I, I'm uh, I'm always a big fan of beer and baseball and the two together obviously I'm there. All right, um, Matthew Page. Uh, what, let's talk about the. Uh, he full named me. That that means I'm in trouble. <laughs> let's talk about the Everett Aquasox. They're selling some baseball cards. I think it's a big deal. Tell me why I say that. Uh, well, I, it, anyone who got the baseball cards, I would recommend not opening the pack that they came in because there's a Julio Rodriguez in there. There's a couple other guys Austin in there, Shenton. Williamson, uh, Shenton, um, you know, uh, Hancock, Kirby, Kirby, Kirby Hancock, um, <laughs> and Did you say Herbie Hancock. <laughs> no, that's, this is not, um, what, what movie that Tommy boy. No, um, dude. Anyway, so there's a lot of there's a lot of great players in there that are going to be major league players, and one of them that's going to be a superstar, in my opinion, Julio Rodriguez. And uh, so you know that might be worth something someday. It's almost a shame though for autograph collectors. I'm not I'm not one of those, but it would have been good to have those cards while they were here. Yeah, (laughs) and get them signed. No, that's true. That's true. Very good point. Um, but usually, yeah, usually the cards come out every year late in the season because um, Shari Summerfield, who's the field or the team photographer, uh, you know, has to go get pictures of them in the jerseys and, and on the games and stuff for the for the cards. So it takes some time to make them. Absolutely. Uh, actually, one more thing about the Aqua Sox I want to discuss: Jeff Swanson, who we interviewed a few years ago on on our SalesPortune.com. He is. Mr. Superfan, 
He scored three home run balls the other night. And the reason why I bring that up is because the guy's been a fan for 20 years. He He's basically the king of that home, home run porch in right field, and that's the first time he's ever got three home run balls. If you've ever been to a game and you looked in right field and you saw this guy wearing an orange T-shirt, that's him. I see a big sign out there that says, hit it here to win a suit. I think that if it's on the center somebody, field wall. I think if somebody hits Jeff Swanson with a home run ball, do they, they get a Jeff Swanson a, suit? I, they should get his shirt. I think oh, okay. he would. I think he'd actually like that. <laughs> he should take it off and give it to the player who hit him. Okay. <laughs> Either way, the guy deserves a plaque out there. I think they should rename it with with his name in it. So just okay. just an idea. Somebody getting yeah, paid he's off. Advocating, Brian's advocating for a uh, them to rename the uh, the right field porch home run porch after the after the guy for some reason. I don't know if Jeff's paying him under the I table. I feel like that might be the case. But he's been pretty insistent about this. I guess you'll have to wait to find does, out. Does Swanson have photos on, of Solak? He might. I don't know. Photos he doesn't want his wife to I, see? I, I promise you, honey, he doesn't have photos. <laughs> yeah, no, they're just pictures on the phone. She looks, oh, my she gosh. Looks, she looks like she doesn't believe you. Seriously? My wife is here watching and give me a glare right now. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Seattle Mariners. Why is Matthew Page not excited about their chances? They are in the freaking race to make the wild card. Why are you upset? Yes. I'm not upset. You, you don't seem excited. You don't see. Why don't you get excited? I'm on the bandwagon. I'm a Red Sox fan, and I'm on the Mariners bandwagon. These guys are because your Red Sox are losing every game. I don't give a shit. Every day of the week. <laughs> Even if they were winning every day of the week, I don't care. Okay. Why don't you care, Matt? I care. No, I you... just I'm not like crazy excited because I don't think they're going to make it. Why? Because they don't have the teams out. I know they don't have the pitching. If they make the wild card game, they're going to lose in the wild card game too. That's the thing. Oh, are you? Oh, are you one of these? One of these. One, one of, of these, these people. One of those who, who, who don't want to go and win because they're afraid of losing. No. Do you know who thinks about that in that manner, Brian? Tell us. Who. Losers. Losers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Those are the types of people. And you've been, you've been brainwashed for twenty years by this stupid, dumb, dummy team down in Seattle to to accept losing. And just put up with it. No, I have an emotional endurance that has run dry. I, I, you can only, you can only be angry for so long. You can only be sad and cry for so long. You can only hurt for so long before you've got to turn that off, and and move on with your life. And I, I have grieved for the last twenty years, no, and I'm just at the no. point I'm tapped out. Uh, I, I don't think they're gonna make it because I just don't, I don't see them. Being able to beat the teams that they're going up against right now. See, they say like they say the other the other teams in the in the race, the wild card race, not necessarily the teams they play this week. They say a pet animal like a dog takes on the qualities of its owner, right? Matt's yes. taken on the quality of of the Mariners' management and ownership. He just accepts mediocrity and losing. It's time to change that attitude, Matthew. Next year, they're gonna make it. They're gonna win the division next year. Yeah, what? Uh, <laughs> what? That's the truth. Uh-huh. They're gonna win the division next year. Okay. I, I, I'm well, excited disagree for next with year. I don't think the window's open yet, and I'm I, so I'm keeping my expectations low. The window is open. Wanna, Two and a half games, man. I don't want to get hurt right Two now. Two and a half Let me games. Put it that out. way. You're it just not takes... gonna get hurt. If they then, would... I've been hurt twenty times by this <laughs> team, all right. <laughs> 
It's hard to trust them. It's two and a half games. Like, in 95, we were, what, eight, nine games out? Well, that was a historic collapse, like you said. Yeah. Red Sox are collapsing. Yeah, they're going to continue to collapse. Athletics are collapsing. Like, Oakland's got the toughest schedule. We just took took a bunch of games. Look at their schedule. they got one of the tougher schedules to close out the season. Okay. So? Why can't we jump past these two teams and we're going to be the second wild card team? I just, I don't, I don't see it. I'm sorry. Our pitching is damn good, I think. It's okay. I think it's our hitting is not as great. We don't have enough depth on the bench. No. We could, we could have used a Nelson Cruz. We could have used a Nelson Cruz. We could have Cruz. used a Nelson Cruz. That's but, true. But, but Matt doesn't want to win. Um, Neither do the Mariners. Yeah, I do. No, uh, they want to win. They just, they're going about it right. They're, You're going to get excited, okay? Okay. At some point. Well, now here's the question. Here's here's what I was I was thinking about this earlier. What should they have done at the trade deadline? That, that you guys you guys were both very against the trades on the day of, and you yelled at me for half the podcast, if I remember correctly. I was tuning most of it out. I, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, you yelled at me for most of it that I was wrong, and I was very I was very positive about the trades. What what could they have done? What what hypothetical trade would, would should they have done? Uh, to add to this team, um, of the players that moved or were rumored to be moved, who should we have gotten? So back up one step. What they shouldn't have done is lied and yep. lied to my face. Lied yep. how? They said when they got rid of Graveman, they said there's many more there were. interests. Come. Boring trades that do nothing. Diego um, Castillo is a piece of garbage, yeah. has been for the entire effing year. And no, he has he done hasn't. nothing. Yes, he has. You look at the stats. He has not been good. And I've watched games where he's collapsed. He is not as good as Graveman. He is not as good as Graveman. And you know it. So don't don't get on my case about this one. He's better and than Graveman. And, and then this this not Tyler this Anderson guy, his contract's gonna end this year. Oh good. Okay, what is that all about? You know, there could have been uh, they could have just said, you know what? Yeah, we don't want to win because that's exactly what the, what this is all about. They don't want to win. They should have just traded people and gotten more draft picks or more whatever because they they they, they lied. They flat out lied. No. They said they're gonna go get better, and all they got was marginally just no, they tiny, got, they just got a tiny, but tiny. The best player on the team was acquired in those deals. The best player on the team. The best player on the team right now, but Abraham Toro is the best player Ty on Fran- the team. Ty France is the best player on the Abraham team. Abraham Toro mm. is better. No, he's got the he's got the glove. He got the range. He's better than France. France is our MVP this France year. Is, France is France MVP is high man. quality and really good. And we got him in a we fleeced the Padres last year. I love that trade, and I was excited about the second it happened. But but uh, Toro is even better. Better than Jared Kelenic. Right now. Kellenic might best develop play, and best I, player on the team. Kellenic might right now. Toro is the best player on the team. Better than Kellenic. Yes. Okay. Right now. All right. You're going to throw that back at me in like uh, like six mm, months or a year or whatever. Probably when, when Kellenic's hitting fifty dingers. Probably. And hey Matt, remember when you know? Like yeah, I said <laughs> at the time. Okay. And I don't get what's wrong with the pitching. You got Sheffield's coming back. He's going to be coming out of the bullpen. Good, because he doesn't belong in the rotation. I understand that, but it's going to make the bullpen even better, I think. And just Justin Dunn, I was going to say he's going to come back and be in the bullpen, but that's where he belongs too. But they're going to know. They said within the next five days they're going to figure out if he's going to come back or they're going to just put him on the IL for the rest of the year. I'd be okay with that move too. Kyle Lewis is going to be coming back, and then he'll sprain an ACL the next week. Oh. True. He's actually going to be doing a potentially a rehab start this weekend, and 50-50 chance there's two teams in town he could go rehab start for. I'm just saying. 
Well, there's 50-50 chance that he'll come to Everett. That's what I'm saying. Because 50-50 chance there's a team in town. No, no, I mean, I mean, there's... There's, there's 100% there chance are two teams. No, I'm saying there are two teams in town. <laughs> so there's a 50-50 chance he comes to Everett, is what I meant. Okay. Well... Because Tacoma's in town, too. Oh, they are, too? Yeah, they okay. just got back. Uh, now, you went to grade school here in Everett, right? Yes, I did. Okay. Why? Okay. Don't... By the way, your life, your wife is laughing at me, Solak, but isn't she a teacher in Everett? She no, is. She's a teacher uh, in Marysville. So you're kind of responsible for math's... Math. She used to teach in Everett. Marysville. <laughs> I thought you did. Uh, you I don't guess know I was where, more Linwood. I'm sorry. You don't know where your wife the teaches. Ba- it's the like? freaking boundary lines. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Anyway, that'd be cool to see. That'd be cool to see. It Kyle. would be cool to see Kyle come back to, and and be an Aquasog for a day or two. Um, it, you know, the thing is, is that no one really knows it's going to happen the, the, until like a couple hours before it ha- it's announced. Basically, when the the Aquasocks hear about it, when everyone else does, pretty much. <laughs> so, uh, so no word yet. But he's he's supposed to potentially do a rehab assignment this weekend, and I'm just saying, Everett's in town, and so is Tacoma. So fifty fifty. We'll I'll see. always remember when Kyle Lewis. I got to see him all of twice before he injured himself, and we never saw him again. Uh, I, talk, I talked to him the day after the injury with Kevin Kevin Kapanowski, uh, and uh, we talked to him for about five minutes, and then and then he realized he shouldn't be talking to us because his coach didn't want him talking to the media. Oh, that's right, you were flagged off, told not to. Interview yeah, him. And so he so he had to get his <laughs> get on his crutches and and hobble away from us, and we're like, just say I don't want to talk to you guys, and we'll leave. He didn't. We didn't need to make make make, make him move. You know, <laughs> his leg was in a full brace. That's too bad because it's not like we're. TMZ or some no <laughs> jerk jerks you know that oh we're local fans you know uh anyway i want i want to talk now about a, a waiver wire acquisition yesterday mariners acquired sh- left-hander sean doolittle who's a bullpen guy he used to be a closer for the oakland a's and the nationals and the yeah and then he went to the reds and they just let him go recently i thought that it was a hell of an acquisition, and Matthew Page seems to be, disagree. What? Uh, he, he seemed excited at first, but um, by the end, why by is the, everyone really, really obsessed with making me get excited? By, about by the things. end of your rant, you were because you were, by you're, the time you're going to get excited, damn you! By the end of your rant, you weren't that high on Sean Doolittle. I think he's he's on coming who? back to the Sean Doolittle. Yeah, he's coming back to the to the American League uh-huh. where he's more successful. He's going to go pitch in a pitcher's park. Yeah, why the hell is he going to do well for the Mariners? I didn't say that. Well, I, I sh- never said that. I said I said it's a good acquisition. Bullshit. Um, and no, I did. I totally did. Not hundred percent. I said a good acquisition. I'm not getting that excited because it's a waiver wire reliever pickup, and he's been awful this year. Hopefully, that he you know new, it's a new city and a new fresh start. And like you said, back in in a pitcher's park, in a different, you know, back in the American League, um, maybe he'll find his groove again. And and he's a veteran presence for the bullpen that should help down the stretch. Uh, it's a good acquisition, um, but you don't really get crazy excited about waiver wire reliever pickups. I don't know, Matt. If they take three from the Royals, will you get excited? No, because it's the Royals. Who cares? We can't seem to beat the Rangers either. I mean, uh, we beat the teams that we mark. have no business exactly. beating. Yeah. And then we lose to these Yabos, you know, like last night. What's his face came in, give up a last grand slam, was, was over. Yeah, yeah we shouldn't have lost. No, we shouldn't. No. <laughs> What's his, the, Joe Smith gave up the grand slam and then things were, went downhill after that. I was hoping Joe Smith would be a vet, better veteran leader. Um, but... 
It, it, it was a it salary. Is. You can't thing. have you can't have all the all the guys in the bullpen. It was awesome. part of the salary. It was part of the Toro deal. He had to, we had to take him for the yeah. salary. Eat the salary. Let's talk about Ty France. The guy's in the top ten for batting in the American League. He's gonna. He deserves a Gold Glove. He's definitely the Seattle's MVP this uh, this year. I think he's better than Abraham Toro. Uh, he's better than Evan ah, White. I want to watch Matt explode here. He's better than no, Evan I'm White. Just... I know Matthew Page is the president of Matthew of Evan White's fan club. I am. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Just, so prove us wrong, Matt. Uh, just like uh, Abraham's the Daniel Vogelbach. It, it, uh, correct. Uh, team pre- president or whatever. But yeah. Ev- we saw that um, disassemble though. So. Yeah. So uh, he was doing well for Milwaukee this year though. He, he did till he got hurt. Till he got hurt. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, I didn't know you could strain fat. <laughs> <laughs> apparently you can. Okay. Because he's hurt, so right. I, apparently you can. I don't did, know. Did he did he walk over a bridge and fall through? What, what happened? I honestly I don't know. I don't know why. I just know he's on the injured list. If Evan White comes back healthy in the offseason, does he deserve the first base job? Personally, I think France deserves to be our first baseman. The guy has a great glove, and I heard there was talk of him going, moving to third next. He's going to be the third baseman. Uh, or no, Toro. Uh, will I think Toro is going to move to third. We're going to sign. I think France becomes our second baseman. I think they're going to sign a second baseman through free agency. Yeah. I don't know. If and he, then move France to DH. No, I think. Why France doesn't he will just stay at first? first? Why can't he just stay at first? Well, Evan White he should. is still there, and they haven't given up on him yet. And there's what five or four more years on his deal. Unfortunately, four more years. Um, I think going into spring training, they will be working him hard to see if he can keep the job. But he'll be on a shorter list now that there's a very adequate replacement for him. Um, but I do think he's still going to get the first shot at it when he's healthy. Because they, they don't want to give up on him just yet. I think he deserves. I mean, you know, it'll be spring training, so it's like that's when you that's when you do those kind of can, competitions. Can I talk about something different? Um, yeah, just, go ahead. just something I thought about because Matt, you brought this up, or was it Brian? One of you two brought this up last preseason, where baseball has moved to this model where you stack the bullpen full of pitchers, and you only load what eleven. 12, 12 position players? Mm-hmm. Yeah, three on the bench usually, three or four at the most. Did you back in the day you used to have more bench players? Yes, Didn't, I think and, so. And yeah. would would have, I haven't looked at the splits, but would have, because people look at splits are nerds living in their mother's basement, but, um, <laughs> but, but would have it benefited Evan White to run in a platoon? Yes. I'm just thinking about this now. Like, would that have been... A better way to go, rather than throwing him into the, into the hundred percent. Yes, the guy's never played. He si- never played AAA. AAA. He, he didn't prove himself. He's it wasn't a Ken Griffey Jr. Whoever to jump, you know, t- Albert to Pujols, Albert Pujols, whomever. I was just thinking about Russell Brannion. I don't know if you guys remember. No, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a platoon they, guy. Yep, they, they platooned him at first base and did well for the <laughs> bats that for the half that he t- yep. that he can hit exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, that might I haven't be a good looked, idea. I don't know what his splits are. Yeah, I haven't looked at it, so I don't. Um, know. But. I don't. So he, I don't know if he's really a, necessarily a candidate for that. I don't but, know what his problem is with his hitting. But my, I guess my bigger question is: baseball moving away from platooning if you're trying to cut down on, you know, uh, position position players on your bench. Well, I think part of the roster expansion, they, I think they put a limit on pitchers on your roster. I think, I think because they, they went to 26 man. And I think they said 13 was the maximum pitchers you could carry. Which I game? may be wrong, but I think that I think that was one of the rules added. Um, 
So you have, yeah, you, you can maximum have half your roster be pitchers. So you have, what, five in the rotation and seven in the bullpen, or eight in the bullpen. Which is re- it seems like a lot. It does it, seem it, like it a is lot. a lot because times have changed and people these pitchers are on eighty to hundred pitch pitch counts and it's ridiculous and Yeah, that's the that's Tampa, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because they have like two pitchers and then they have a bunch of relievers. Yep. And they make it work. They because do, that's all they can afford is like two starting yeah. pitchers. <laughs> but then but then they go in the World Series and they pull the one of the two starters they have. <laughs> I don't understand that still. <laughs> I was rooting for the other team, and I was very upset at that pull. I wanted I wanted Snell to stay in there. He was kicking our butts as a Dodger. I'm a Dodger fan, and he was kicking our butts. But I wanted him to stay in there, so I wanted to legitimately beat them. Um, anyway, either way, you we we all need to get on board for the Mariners, Matt. So I'm, I'm not against them. I don't. I just I don't Come know on, why man. you guys. Do you, do you want me to put on a cheerleading costume with pom-poms yes. and just start doing dances and stuff? If that's what it takes. That's, you know, we, that's a good start. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, do we have time to talk a little football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, before we talk real quick about the Seahawks, I got to ask Abraham, yes. Oregon at Ohio State next weekend. I mean, we know Matthew Page's thoughts. What are your thoughts? Um, what time is that game? Matt, do you know, Matt? I don't Because I, I think it – isn't it at the same time as the – Miami Alabama game. I'll probably be watching the Miami Alabama game. Even if it even if it was a separate time, you'd probably be watching. You'd, you'd probably, probably be watching team. the post game for the Miami <laughs> Alabama <laughs> or the pregame. If it was a yeah okay, if it's a different time, you know, uh, I'll I'll definitely watch it. I mean, that's um, he's going to enjoy watching Ohio State. <laughs> or, or even if it's at the same time and Alabama's thrashing Miami eighty There's to nothing, yeah. I might just flip it over. <laughs> Well, it'll make um, you feel better because I, I, as an Oregon fan, I'm saying it right now. Ohio State's going to win. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to still do it on the field, right? Oh yeah, no, I no, mean, we'll I, put up a good fight, but we're—I don't think we're going to win. I honestly have not looked at Pac-12 yet. Uh, I'm kind of laser. I'm laser focused right now on um, what Eastern's up to against UNLV next Thursday, and uh, kind of curious about kind of curious about Miami against Alabama. Um, so I've been looking at those two things. Where's that Eastern game? Is it in Nevada? It's in Vegas. Okay. At Allegiant Stadium. I was considering going down. Yeah, UNLV wouldn't travel to Cheney. It just wouldn't happen. Because oh, they're in a lower level. Oh, okay. But this is a... This they're is, FCS. This is a major win for Eastern to go to Vegas because they lost out on the big payday. Last year, they were going to go to Gainesville and play Florida. That's right, yeah. And the hurricane, right? Was it a hurricane or was it COVID? It was COVID. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, there was, yeah, there was. Big Sky scheduled all their there games. There was a big hurricane one year that ruined somebody else, too. Uh, well, that's happening right now with um, they're canceling a couple games this weekend. Yeah. Um, Abraham's got a great interview with the head coach for Eastern Washington, Aaron Best, yeah. Yep, check uh, it out. Check it out online on SeattleSportsUnion.com. And then you had one with a football player, linebacker. Is he still there, or did he graduate? Um. Oh, that's right. During COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shoot. Oh, I feel so bad. I forgot the name. Um, he's not there anymore. Okay. No. no. Uh, similar to the kid that you were interviewing at Wazoo, uh, I think he transferred. Correct. If I remember right. Um. Yeah. COVID's been really bad for football players. Uh. It, they. They. Like, you know, they, they playing 
Eastern playing in the in the spring, a lot of the players hated it. Mm-hmm. They couldn't stand it. I yeah, and uh, I think he was one of those who quit and just said, "Can't do it this way." Understood. <laughs> Understood. Fair enough. Uh, let's, real quick, let's talk about the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, I forgot who they're playing this weekend before you guys remind me of that. <laughs> they are actually playing the L.A. Chargers this weekend. Will you guys watch? L.A. Chargers? Yeah. The, yeah, the L.A. Chargers. I want to call Chargers. them San Diego. Matthew yeah. reminded me. They are the L.A. Chargers. Whenever I see LAC down there, I, I think Clippers. Um, <laughs> Good call. L.A. Chargers. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I'm guilty of that as well. Um, I'm still getting used to it. Yeah, I'll watch. I mean, it, it's it's going to be me fast forward. Like, I'm going to record it and fast forward it um, yeah. Yeah. through certain pieces. But but I'll watch. I mean, there's a lot of good things to keep an eye on. Right now, this cornerback situation for the Seahawks is a disaster. Yep. Unmitigated disaster. Quarter or corner? Corner. Okay. The quarter backup quarterbacks a disaster. Yeah, that's why, that's why I was. That's why I was like, I'm, I better clarify. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Well, look. Witherspoon's got one down. He's got one job tied down. It's the uh, the other one's up for Flowers or um, Reed, right? Uh, looks like Flowers is going to overtake Reed. That's sad. Yeah, that's Reed a bummer. Was good last year. What happened to him? I don't know. Maybe who knows? Could be like injury. Could be. Could be. He's playing through something. Playing through something. Maybe he got exposed. And other teams are seeing it. Um, who knows? Uh, right now, you have the Seahawks. Uh, the salary that they've committed to cornerbacks is the lowest in the NFL. Wow. They just aren't paying the cornerbacks. Well, and what do you think of the new guy that we got Trey this Brown week? out of Oklahoma? The guy we got from the Texans. Oh, I haven't really researched him. Do you have any feedback on him? Uh, he was a fourth-round draft pick last year. He cost us a conditional seventh rounder next in the draft pick, so he's basically low risk. We get a fourth rounder for a for a seventh round pick. That, um, but uh, no, I really don't know too much about him. He didn't get that many reps, to be honest. Um, but and he doesn't fit the usual Pete Carroll mold for a cornerback. He's not as big. Yeah, something. His uh, reach is a lot sm- smaller. Something that I think happened is Pete Carroll ten years ago had an idea for what a cornerback should be. Now everybody's going after those guys. Yeah. And so he may have lost the advantage. Trey Brown, their fourth is he a fourth round pick? Third round pick? Round there, yeah. Yeah, third so or fourth, yeah. Um yeah, out of Oklahoma, he is not a typical Pete Carroll cornerback either. Um That's right. He's the guy who needs to learn to keep his hands to himself yep. sometimes for penalties. Like the stuff I saw yeah. in his highlights when I watched him from Oklahoma, I was impressed. He looks like he's got a good talent, but a lot of that isn't going to fly in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. How about? Uh, I mean, they had some injuries last weekend. I don't know what about the other injuries in camp, but BBK, I, I can never uh, say his name. Ben Burr Thank you from yes. the University of Washington. That's our a tricky. Linebacker. It's a tricky one. Um, <laughs> lo- losing him for this season is that going to hurt us, or do we have depth at linebacker? I don't know if losing a sixth. Linebacker, it's going to hurt on special teams. Your season, <laughs> but um, will it hurt on special teams? Yes, he's a big special teams player. He is. He's been very useful there. I think he's solid, but I can't recall any game changing. Well, is he solid as a rock? Uh, Dwayne Johnson, the Rock, or, the, or that? There's a song from the eighties. Solid as a rock. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that Pointer Sisters? Was it? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, no, the <laughs> the thought occurs to me that I never really saw him last season make a difference. Like I would see, okay, he's down there on punt coverage, but I mean, okay, well, I think he's replaceable. Who do we have who can step up? That's the thing. I think I think our depth there is going to be a problem. Yep. I, I, I mean, you throw in who? If, well, we didn't have a huge draft class, did we? No, we didn't. No, That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, get uh, Dwayne Eskridge, get um, uh, Eskridge Trey is Brown. a wide receiver. Yeah, wide receivers are gunners. There. Oh no, I thought we were talking. About, I'm talking about linebacker. Who's oh, going to fill in at linebacker? You seen? You guys seen who they have been putting in? Yeah, the, no. the fullback, guy. Nick Belor. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's been fascinating. Um, Didn't he play linebacker in college? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, then he knows the position. Yep. Um. I. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm a big fan of of multi positional fullbacks. I. Lo- I love. I love fullbacks in general. Um. So I love seeing him out there. Well, uh, this would be in line with that guy that we had from um, USC, and then also a former Oregon Duck, Will Tukuafu. Okay. I'm trying to remember the guy from USC's name. Yeah, I can't remember it either. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, they tried it with that UW guy um, of, like two years ago. Which one? He had a Samoan name. He didn't make the team. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't remember, but... But they were trying it in camp. Uh, how about wide receivers? John Ursula, one of their backups went down Ursula. for the year, too. How, what is it? There's no L. Ursua? Ursua. Okay. Anyways, Ursa was out for the year. After two guy, two or three guys, who do we have left on this team? You're, well, think, you're thinking of uh, Ursula Le Guin, the sci-fi author? <laughs> it could be. Uh, She's indispensable, <laughs> indispensable, yeah. Yes. Um, but no, uh, pretty mediocre pretty mediocre uh, cl- class of receivers after, after Lockett, after Metcalf. It's a bunch of nobodies. We've got uh, Swain. We, we drafted Eskridge. We've and got Eskridge. Swain, who will probably be the number three guy just because of the experience that he has. But I can't exactly say that Swain is so magnificent that... Exactly. You know, no, he's a number He's a number four or five. Yeah. Um, he did have some great plays last year. I was impressed with him. Um, Ursula probably would have been the third guy. Um, uh, guy to keep an eye on is out of San Diego. No, South Dakota State. South Dakota State from the Jackrabbits. Cade Johnson. Johnson. He's my. Uh, he was my pick to click. I really wanted them, them to draft him. Wait, I thought I picked him. No, I did. But maybe I want credit for him. Well, they're saying he might. They're, they're saying <laughs> they're saying he might not make the roster. He might be on the practice squad, and I think that'd be a mistake. That'd be a huge mistake. The guy's faster than he is. Crazy most of our good. receivers. Uh, the, I, I would. I would not risk. Losing him. There are a lot of people who had him higher on their draft board than Eskridge, and we drafted Eskridge. So, so what are we going to do? Are we going to spend some money if anybody gets cut? Or yeah, I think this is definitely a waiver wire thing. Wait until somebody cuts somebody of value. Well, and we've been talking to Geno Atkins, right? But he's From, not a wide receiver. No, he's not. But I'm just saying, like, there's other free agents we're going to sign. So we're we're obviously still involved in the free agent market. We'll go back to linebacker. Nobody's signed KJ right yet. Uh, true. There is that. Yeah, <laughs> he said he didn't want to take a home down discount, but at this uh, point, dude, take one. Nobody, yeah, if nobody's paying him. I mean, if you looked at the NFL release, their top 100 players voted on by other players. Yep. He was ranked 67th. I, oh, wow. I didn't know that high. <laughs> really? Yes. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. I think part of that is, part of that might be popularity contest. Yeah. But part of it, too, is last year, he had one of his best seasons ever. 
because they moved him back to his natural strong side linebacker position. Good point. Most of his time with the Seahawks, he was playing a position that he never played, you know, the weak side. Yeah, <laughs> very good point, yep. He's always been playing second fiddle to uh, to Wagner, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but he's, I mean, he's a solid dude. Sign him. Have Wilson back. You never know, though. I mean, maybe he went out there in practice and was just like, you know what? Well, he apparently he's had I'm he has done. a heart condition, yeah, and he was having some trouble with that in the off season, and and so yeah, he might have he might have like you said gone out there on that light that day and gone, you know what, this isn't worth it. Yeah, this isn't going to happen. This is physically, I'm risking some too much. You know, doctors told him don't do it or something. You know, and he decided he was going to because the Seahawks called and and then it could be another thing and like yeah. maybe he, you know, maybe this is his job, this is his chance. He looks at that depth, you know, the roster depth, and he's like. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Yeah. Um, okay. Or, you know, who knows? Maybe he just was out there one day. You guys ever quit a job just because you're like, I don't want to be here? Yeah. Matt Why knows, am I here? I Matt wish knows I could. Yeah. AT&T. Like, I, I was just like, <laughs> you know, I don't have to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to not be here anymore. <laughs> Is our left tackle going to be here by season opener, Mr. Brown? Yes. Uh, yeah. They'll figure something out. Okay. Between now and opening day, or what, whatever you call first game, yep. they will, uh, they they will, they will get to the get it worked out. It's been proven that Philip Haynes and Stone Forsyth can't handle. NFL. Forsyth Forsyth looks like the raw talent that he is. He doesn't. He's he needs work. He needs a lot of work. I don't know. I I was at the game on Saturday and he was getting beat. Yeah, because he's raw as. Hell, he's he needs he needs training. I don't know if I don't know. He's we'll good. See. We'll he's see. good at pass blocking. He sucks at run blocking. <laughs> Even in pass blocking, he was getting run right by. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right, real quick too. I haven't paid attention to the Seahawks as much as I should. But are there any other injuries that I missed? Key injuries? Uh, yeah, you got uh, you got Blair. I think has another injury. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. It's not that serious, though. It's, it's not, but I mean, he's, you're, you're asking me to dive deep onto the. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I, I, I don't think there yes, are any other serious injuries. Because last year we seemed to have a lot of injuries early in the year. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any other serious injuries other than the concussion that that uh, Gino got because Forsyth totally let a guy run by him. You do have, <laughs> you do have uh, Quandry Diggs possibly holding out. Yeah, there's okay. that situation. He's he's scheduled to make like. One third of what uh, um, Adams, Adams just signed for, and so he's holding out. And uh, they he's not more? as good as Adams. No, so he's, he's not. Gonna not. Make that much. We, we don't have much more to give. No, we don't. I mean, <laughs> he's going to have to. Yeah. Well, we're going to do some creative accounting like they always can. Oh yeah, we'll just give you a huge signing bonus, and there you go. And Wilson said he'd revamp his contract for Brown. I remember. Finally. Yeah. It took him three months to say that. <laughs> okay. Um, can you give us a quick? Aquas Hawks score before we do our shout outs. Well, Aquas Hawks are in game one of their doubleheader. It's a seven inning split doubleheader. Um, it is the bottom of the first still? Really? Okay. No, okay, never mind. It's, it just updated. It's the end of the third. Uh, Everett is up 3 nothing. Outstanding. Outstanding. Like to hear that. Um, look, time for our shout outs. I'll uh, start with Abraham tonight. Yeah, sure. My shout-out this week is to my friend Kevin King, who uh, we will now be Seahawks season ticket buddies. And uh, he's a guy, good friend of mine, uh, known him for 20 years. 
and uh, we'll. Uh, Wasn't he a cornerback for the uh, Huskies? For UW? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, no, but this is a different Kevin King. Oh, okay. All right. This one can't catch or run. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> How about you, Matthew? Uh, oh, uh, a shout out. Um, I will throw it back at the Aqua Sox, I guess, because. Uh, I never remember to, to think about a shout-out. No, come down to the Aqua Sox. It's Funko Friday. They've got Funko Pops. It's a catcher this this week. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Doubleheader today, but this weekend they're playing Spokane. It's a big series, like the Soul Man said. Um, they're fighting for uh, a, a playoff spot, and I think, unlike what you naysayers are saying, I think they have a shot at making the, excuse me, making the playoffs. Um, it's going to be close, though. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, come on down, check them out. They're uh, they're a lot of fun. They're cheap and and a lot more fun to watch than the Mariners. Mm, but I'm biased. They used to be, but now the Mariners are more fun. But you still, I still agree. That come on down and root them on. It's a, it is a good time. Bring your families. My shout out is to some of the staff from the Aqua Sox in case we don't make it down here for another podcast this summer. Uh, Pat Dillon, the announcer, Danny Teslaff, the GM, Steve Willits, the announcer slash MC, Sarah Newgard. What's her, what's her exact Media liaison. Media liaison, media okay. Media social coordinator or whatever. Scott Brownlee, who does it, our season tickets for both of us. Dave Chambers, who's a lead usher, and hopefully he's going to be our one of our Seattle Kraken experts. And to the entire staff, they do a great job. Anyways, thank you for joining us on our Seattle Sports Union podcast. I like to think we're likable, don't you guys? I think we're likable. How about you, Abraham? Oh, yeah. I like me. <laughs> you should like me, too. I don't too. like Abraham, but go, go I, to, like, I like fact, Solak. Go to Facebook, look up Seattle Sports Union, and like us. Please, and, and follow.